happy Mother's Day to you. We are so glad that you have joined us for Mother's Day. Are there any mamas out in the crowd today? I don't hear you. Come on. I need a little bit more than that. I mean, I'm telling you what, ladies, right? I mean, we deserve to be celebrated like 365 days a year, not just one day a year. So come on, one more time. Let's give a little shout out to all the mamas out in the room. Let's go. You know, we know what we do all year around, and sometimes it's a little unappreciated. So um, I was thinking about moms and just the different types of moms that we have uh, or that there are. And of course, there's tons of moms. And a quick shout out to single mamas. I want to give an extra special shout out to those single mamas who are rocking it, killing it. You keep going. You're doing an amazing job. You are raising kingdom warriors. And so I'm so thankful for you. And we are cheering and rooting you on. But some of the other mamas that I was thinking about, you know, you can do different categories of, you know, mamas. And so I thought of five different mamas. So I want to see if any of you ladies out there can relate to see these different types of mamas that there are out there. So the first type of mama we're going to talk about is the helicopter mama. Okay, so this helicopter mama is going to make sure that nobody is hurt on her watch. Like, I mean, she is hovering at all times. She may be micromanaging some of the kids. I mean, nothing is going down on her watch. I mean, she is running a tight ship on her watch. Any helicopter moms out there? Well, that won't admit they're a helicopter mom. That's okay. No shame in our game, right? Okay. If you don't relate to helicopter mom, maybe you'll relate to the competitive mom. Okay. Maybe you don't even realize that you're a competitive mom yet. But you know those moms that when you're talking, you know, it goes from when you're in like little play groups when your kids are preschoolers and, you know, trying to outsmart like who can talk the quickest, who can say the most vocabulary words, who can walk, all of that. Well, then it kind of goes to a different level, you know, as they age. And you don't even realize that you're in competition with someone. So you're sitting there, you know, Riley just had a choral performance. So... We're sitting there and like, this did not happen to me. So don't think that I'm talking about any part. I'm just giving like a scenario just in case this could happen with a competitive mom. So you're sitting there sharing what your kid has done. Like she had this chorus performance. It was amazing. Next thing you know, they're telling you how their child was on American Idol, how they have a million dollar deal. And you're like, what the heck? I didn't even know I was in competition. I would have been prepared for this. If I would known and I was coming to a competition, I would have tried to one up just a little bit better. So any competitive moms out there? I know you're probably not gonna raise your hand for that one either. Okay, so we got helicopter mom, competitive mom, and this is a social media mom, okay? Now this social media mom, she has got it all together. I mean, she is organized, her kids are organized, her home is completely organized, and you see it all over social media. She's the girl that I pin on my Pinterest boards. I'm like, you inspire me, girl. I'm a, that's a great idea. I won't get to that in about five years, but I will do that. I mean, she has everything together. I mean, I write my New Year's resolutions by her. I'm like, if I could just be that social media mom. I'm like, she is amazing. She's got it all together. Any social media moms out there, you'll probably want to say, yeah, that's me. Look at me. I'm looking good today. Number four, maybe number four, you're the crunchy granola mom. You know, this is a new term. You're like, crunchy granola mama, what is that? Well, these, these granola moms, you know, their kid won't know sugar until they're probably 18 and out of the house. 
They won't know what a soda is. Everything is organic. They make everything from scratch. There is nothing processed going in their baby's mouth. There's nothing wrong with it. Their clothes are all organic. I mean, they are on the best superfoods, the super diets, all of that. And their kids probably have the biggest glow on the field, okay? Because they're so healthy. Any super crunchy granola moms out there? Uh Uh-oh, nobody's raising their hand. (laughs) We got some high-processed moms out here. Come on, give me a high five. I used to love that show. It was a cooking show. It was called Semi-Homemade by Sandra Lee. I'm like, yes. You take some process, you take a few fresh ingredients, and like, bam, world-class chef right here. Works for this girl. Well, if you don't relate to any of those other mamas, maybe you'll relate to this. Maybe you are the hot mess mama, okay? (laughs) Now, this hot mess mama... She's going to be there for you, okay? This mama is going to be there for you. Now, she may show up on two wheels in your driveway. She may have a messy bun. She may have the clothes on from yesterday's workout, but she is there for you, okay? Have any hot mess mamas out in the house? Tell you why, I am more of the hot mess express mama. I will be there for you. I may not be exactly on time, but I will be there for you. I will have something yummy for you to eat. And um, I won't guarantee what I look like when I get there, but I will be there for emotional comfort. Don't you love mamas? Mamas are such God's gift to our world and to those around us. And what I love is I know I joked about all the different kind of mamas, but we need to really appreciate that we're all different. We're all different and we can all learn from each other. You know, if you're different from me, that doesn't make you bad and me right or me right and you wrong. It just means that we can all learn from each other, grow from each other and just make a balanced life, you know? Because when I'm around those crunchy mamas, I'm like, I better up my game and start giving my kids some more multivitamins, smoothie shakes and some more high greens. So thank you mamas for all you do. Well, this... Um, past few weeks, we have been in a series on starting point. And it's been exciting because this series has been for people who are brand new to their faith. Maybe they're returning to their faith, or maybe you just need a refresher. You've been a believer for so long, you need to be reminded, or we need to be reminded of, man, what it's like to have a fresh perspective, a fresh new lens of being a new believer. And the first week we learned about who is Jesus. And I love that message. Man, I'm telling you what, we had people cross the line of faith as they realized who Jesus was who Jesus is and who Jesus is for them today. And I love that series, Who is Jesus? Then we went to last week, we talked and um, timed an amazing message on sin destroys, but Jesus restores. And sin, we just have to recognize that we are sinners and that's why we need a savior and not being like, I don't, I don't have it. I'm a mistaker. I think we've talked about that. We are either a mistaker or a sinner, but Jesus can restore. Well, this week I want to talk about, and it goes right into Mother's Day and this week, but it's trust. We can trust Jesus. He is trustworthy. We're not too much for Jesus. We may, we realize who Jesus is. We realize we're sinners. And then now he runs to our mess. When we mess up as mamas, I know I can get amen. We've all messed up as moms. We've all messed up as people. Dads, guys, you're not off the hook either. But we've all messed up, but we're not too much for Jesus. And Jesus loves us where we are. And I want to talk about a girl. um, And I know I talked about her last 
year too, but it's a little different perspective. But you gotta kind of sometimes always go back to the beginning and starting point. So now we're starting back the starting point of the very first mama, and that is Eve. And that brings us to our text. I wanna read to you in Genesis. And I'll tell the story first before I get into it to the starting point. So in scripture, it tells us that God created the world in seven days and he goes through all of creation. If you go to Genesis 1-1, you can go through and read the whole story of creation. So he goes through creation and like he has the land and the sea and the animals and the, you know, the fish and all of the things. And then he realized that realize he's like, you know what? I want to make mankind somebody in my image. So he created male and then he created female. And as he created man and he created woman, it was Adam and Eve and they walked with Jesus. He gave them the privilege of naming all the animals. I'm like, Girl, how did you come up with like hippopotamus? I'm like, she's like, yeah, that looks like a hippopotamus. I mean, seriously, like, how do you come up with all that? You look at all the names of animals and everything. You're like, how creative was Eve, man? I'm telling you what, Adam and Eve. So you have them and they're, they're walking with Jesus and they're naming the animals. They've got this perfect life. And Jesus is like, you can have everything, but this one thing in the garden, this one thing. He's like, do not eat of the tree of good and evil. He said, because if you do, he said, it's not going to be good. So Eve, going to have to blame our girl Eve. No, she gets a bad rap. We all hate her sometimes. But Eve, she kept looking at that tree, listening to the lies of the enemy and realizing, I think God's holding out on me. I can't trust God. He's holding out on me. So I'm going to try this fruit. So she takes the fruit. Adam is with her. And what girl doesn't like to share? You know what I'm saying? She's like, we're in this together. You and me both. So she hands Adam the fruit and they eat this fruit together. Well, this is where we pick up in our text right here. So as they find out, as they ate the fruit, all of a sudden they realized that they were naked. Now, God hadn't told them that. They were living in this garden, but all of a sudden they realized, man, we've got to start hiding what we've done. So they start gathering leaves and um, they say fig leaves and all kinds of different leaves. They sewed themselves garments to hide what they had done. So as they sewed fig leaves together to cover, cover themselves, it says in verse number eight, Genesis 3, eight, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife, this is Adam and Eve, heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. Because this is something they did all the time. They walked together. They talked together. They were in community together. They heard him. So what did they do? Hey, Jesus, it's us over here. Here we are. No, they ran and hid as fast as they could. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man and said, where are you? Now, Jesus knew where they were. But he wanted them to say where they were. Where are you? And he replied, I heard you walking in the garden. He got honest with Jesus. I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Whoa, whoa. Who told that you were naked, God said. He asked him, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to? So there they were. They were caught in a mess. 
somebody who had entrusted them with the whole privilege of being in the garden and taking care of this beautiful garden, places that we today would pay big bucks to go to on vacation for a week. They had this for their whole life. They didn't need anything. And here they were by disobeying one time. They were in a mess. Have you ever been in a mess? Have you ever been around a mess? Ever had a house full of a mess? That as a mama, you didn't even want to look at, you just want to shut the front door and walk out? <laughs> Let me tell you about a mess I had one time. Tell you about a little mess. As you know, Tim has been, you know, sharing with you guys, we've been talking about building a house and going through this whole crazy process, which is another story in itself. We won't even talk about that mess. <laughs> so in the process of building, we have the great idea, let's accidentally have a litter of puppies. What's better than building a house is having a litter of puppies. <laughs> So here we are, we're down to four puppies. They're at the age where they can get all their little shots and all that stuff. We, the first week we're in the house, we have them in this little pen. So here we are in our new house. Thank God we had tile. Thank you, Jesus. And I had this little pen area in the kitchen, like the dining area. All of a sudden one day I noticed that they discovered that if they ganged up together, they could bust out of that area. So I'm like, whoo, guys, we got to come up with plan B. We cannot have four puppies running around our brand new house doing what puppies do. So sure enough, I was like, when we leave, we're going to have to put them in the bathroom, like pin them in here so that way they can't get to, you know, if they make a mess, it's a little small. Okay, mom, okay. So this is when we had church on Saturday nights. And so we had church. Tim brought the word that night. I mean, we're like, whoo, God is good. He leaves to go off with friends to probably like a, I think it was like a UFC fight or something like that that day. And as I'm headed home, all of a sudden I had a thought. I wonder if the kids or Tim remembered to put those puppies up where they belonged. Looked at Riley. Riley, did you? Oh, mom, I'm sorry. Speed dial Tim. He didn't answer. Speed dial again. No answer. He knew. He knew. Knew I was coming for him. He was, he was eating hot wings, watching the game. I'm like, you know what, Stephanie? Don't let your mind. Your mind can go crazy. Don't, don't give in. Don't give in to the lies the enemy's trying to give you right now. So I pull in the house, take the key, open the door. The kids are like, I mean, they're scared for their lives too because they know when mama's going to get mad, what's about to happen up in this house. So we open the door and Jaden says, mom, I don't see the puppies at the door. It's good news. I'm like, oh, thank God. All of a sudden I hear it. I mean, it is little claws on the tile running as fast as they could to meet me. And I'm like, dear Jesus, So as I turned the corner of our brand new house, I realized puppies did, puppies, the puppies did what puppies do. And they created a massive mess in our brand new house. My blood pressure probably increased (laughs) a lot that day. I probably had been on blood pressure meds by the time I looked at what was happening in the kitchen. The sweet little puppies had created a mess in the kitchen and had done NASCAR around the island in the kitchen for hours. We had been gone for hours. So they were living their best life. At that time, from the look, the smell, my temperament, Jesus had left the building. I wanted to either aim options were walk out the front door, burn the house down, or run to the mess and clean it up. (laughs) 
happy to say, Tim, Tim got a phone call somewhere in that mix, I will say that. He may, it may not have been a happy mama on the phone that day, I'm just going to be honest. may have had to go to Jesus that night. But I sit there and I'm like, okay, it was so overwhelming. Like this mess was just like, I'm like, God, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. I'm like, you get a scrub brush and you get a scrub brush and you get a bucket of water. And one of my kids was like, I don't want to get it on my feet. I'm like, I am knee deep in this and so are you. So get on your hands and knees. We're going to start scrubbing this floor. We're going to, it is going to look back to new by the time we're done. So add a, a cherry on the top. I'm on the floor scrubbing and God's like, Stephanie, it's okay. Take this section, move to the next section. You see a mess and you're so overwhelmed with the mess right now. Start where you are, work your way out of it. You've got this. You know, it's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be just like, boom, it's all gone. Focus on what you're doing. So our youngest, not mentioning any names, I said, grab a scrub brush. So we had this bucket of water that, you know, you'd kind of rinse, scrub, empty, refill. I'd been using it a few times. He dips it in the water and decides to, he didn't want to drip it on the floor, so he took it over the top of my head to start scrubbing the floor. So there I am sitting there with water running down my face with a mess inside of it, sitting in a mess, and I was one unhappy mama. Have you ever felt like that sometimes? You're like, what is my life? (laughs) I just want to walk away from this mess. But I couldn't walk away from it. I needed to return the house back to the way it had been built, to the way it had been created to create a home again. I couldn't run away from it. I had to face it that day. That's why Jesus was when he came to Adam and Eve. Now there was still a consequence. We had a consequence for our puppies not being where they should have been. But then we had a solution. And I love that Jesus is such a kind, loving Savior and that we can trust him. So what did he do? He said, I am going to make you clothes. I'm going to clothe you and I'm going to give you animal clothes, which is going to be down the road. You're going to see it was like for animal sacrifice to take the sin away for what they had done. But he met them. He loved them. Now, Jesus could have been like, okay, this set of humans I created, they've got to go. Boom, you're gone. Going to start with another set. I mean, seriously, Jesus could have been like, my goodness. I mean, my words, I can do this brand new. I don't have to worry with them anymore. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve who? (laughs) I don't even know who those guys are anymore. But Jesus still chose to use them despite of the mess that they created. And no matter where you are in your life today, Maybe as a mama, maybe you have a lot of like regrets. I think we all do as moms. No matter if you're a new mom, no matter if you're a mom of great grandbabies, we all can look back and be like, oh, wish I could get a redo. You know, if you talk to Eve, she'd have been like, what was I thinking? But Jesus still chose Eve, despite Eve, to be the mother of all who live. 
In verse 20, it says, the man Adam named his wife Eve, Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. It says, and the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. I just want to remind you today, no matter where you are, maybe you're a returner. Maybe this is your first time back in church in a long time. You're like, man, I'm a mama. I got to get my babies back in church. I was in church and I got away from it. You're never too big of a mess for Jesus. You can trust him. He is trustworthy. Life hits us many times, knocks us down. But I just want to encourage you to get up. Get up. Address the mess. Jesus is in the mess with you. And he's never going to leave you. And he's never going to turn his back on you. And just as a reminder, you know, many times we've talked about starting point and, you know, being returners. And I know Tim mentioned this in his very first week, because it's as a child, you believe that blind like child faith. And then over here, life has happened. And somewhere in between, you're like, where am I? I believe God for this, but instead I felt like I was dealt this. God wants you to be reminded today, he is with you in the mess. He will never leave you. He's going to run to the mess. He's going to clothe you. He provided his, his own lamb, Jesus, to die on the cross just for you. And to trust him again. Trust him again. We can trust Jesus. You know, many times we let the dreams of our hearts die. I love that Eve was still used, the mother of all nations. It didn't matter her past. God still wanted to use her for a future. Release the past today to embrace your future and to realize that you can trust God. He has got your best interest at heart. Sin will always call you, will shame you, Sin calls you by shame. God calls you by your name. So be reminded today, God wants to call you by your name. You are chosen, you are loved, and you can trust him. So believe again. Believe again. Um, You know, we never like to end a gathering without reminding you of who Jesus is. And if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you can have that opportunity today. No matter if you're the hot mess mom, (laughs) no matter if you're the granola crunchy mom, no matter if you're the helicopter mom, no matter if you're a dad out there, you're a, a businesswoman out there, you're a student out there, you're a child out there. It doesn't matter who you are today. Jesus wants to know that you are loved And he died just for you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. World is all of us. It seems so big, but it's personal. It's you, it's me. Put your name in there. For God so loved Stephanie that he gave his only son, Jesus. It's hard for us to think of me as a mother giving up my only child. Well, I'm like, well, that's you. You messed up. I'm going to keep my baby boy here for myself. But Jesus loved us so much, he embraced the mess. He gave his only son, Jesus, for you and for me, that we get 
to spend an eternity with him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes on him will not perish, but have eternal life. Perish is a separation from Jesus for eternity. When we die, there's a heaven and there's a hell. And Jesus does not want us to be separated from him. He did not create hell for people, for the people he made in his image. He created it for Satan and his demons. He wants to spend an eternity with you. So you're like, man, what do I do? I realize that I have a need of a savior. Jesus died on the cross for you. He was buried for you. He took your punishment of your sin, your mess upon himself. But after they buried Jesus three days later, he didn't stay in that grave. He came out of that grave. And that is why they call him the savior. And Jesus wants to be your savior today. So if you believe that he died on the cross for you, that he was buried for you, and that he was raised again for you, he, he said, if you call on my name, I will give you eternal life. It says with our mouth is made into confession. So we can go ahead and bow our head and close our eyes. We're gonna pray a prayer together. Maybe some of you have already prayed this prayer Maybe it's been a long time and you're like, man, I need to pray that prayer again. That's okay. Pray this prayer again. We're going to pray it together to give people who are praying it for the first time courage. Say, Jesus, I realize what you did on the cross for me. You died for me. You were buried for me. And you you are raised again to life just for me. I accept your love, Jesus. Teach me how to live. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, well, we want to celebrate with you. We want to celebrate the good news of you just receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. If you prayed that prayer today, I want you to raise your hand up because we wanna celebrate with you. If you're online, raise your hand up, type in the chat. Say, Jesus made me new. We wanna celebrate with you. Don't do life alone. Let us have the opportunity to celebrate with you. So when we get to the count of three, after three, I want you to go crazy because if the angels are celebrating because your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, We want to celebrate with you too today. So on the count of three, we're going to go crazy. Are you guys ready? Let's go. One, two, and three. That's right. Raise them up. Raise them up. The hosts want to give you a gift to help you on your Jesus journey, to give you the tools you need. Congratulations. This is the best decision you ever make. And if you're watching with us online, just text in the chat, say, Jesus made me new. Or you can also text to 1-866-513-1270. Cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I want to one more time tell you, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out in the room. We celebrate and honor you today. Life could not be as good as it is without you, mamas. Happy Mother's Day. At this time, we're going to turn it over to our local campus.